Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today on the show, we have part three of Stephen Furtick's message about my maker is my mirror. And he's been talking to us in this message about the Israelites and how Caleb and Joshua went out to scope out the land and how they saw, you know, they believed that God could do it. But all the rest of the people, the rest of the spies who went out said that we look like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And that says so much. And I, I've mentioned this before, but I've been learning so much about our mind and the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see the world. And it is so important that we believe God and what he says about us and about the world and about what we can do. Jesus said that we would do even greater things, greater things than he did in this life. And so we've got to choose to believe God. If God says we're going to win the battle, then the battle is won and that is it. And he has already won the battle in our lives. So we've got to choose to believe. So I challenge you, let's choose to believe today. Here's Stephen. Numbers 13, He said, <clears throat> there were the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim. There were giants in the land, big, strong adversaries that we would have to dispossess to take the land. And we seemed to ourselves. Like grasshoppers, not to God, we seem to ourselves like grasshoppers. Most people see God really big. Even those who barely believe in God see him really big. It's not how big you see God, it's how much you believe that God is in you. We seemed to ourselves as grasshoppers, and so we seem to them. Our reflection determined our reality. We looked at them. What got me about it is that they could have seen the exact same situation in reverse. Watch this. They were like, the giants are too big. God promised us the victory, but I guess we can't go in because of the size of the giants. Reverse it, because God always shows you the image in reverse, so it's like this. God has already promised us the victory. And the giants are so big. If the giants are that big and God has promised us the victory, if what is coming against us is that great, how much greater must God be within me? Greater is He, come on and help me, that is within me than He that is in the world. The size of my giant is a proof of the size of my God. Thank you, Lord. If God is letting me experience a challenge this big, see, God is trying to use your enemies to show you how valuable you are in his kingdom. And why would you let your enemies hold your mirror anyway? Who cares what the sons of Anak think you look like? That's what Caleb said. He was like, shut up, we can do it. Hit somebody say, shut up, I can do it. It's in the Bible, too. It's in the Bible. Caleb said that. He said, shut up. He silenced the people and said, if God is with us, my maker is my mirror. 
And I always thought it was funny because he's like, hey, Joshua, I know you're rolling these little lots around on the ground to figure out who lives where, but remember, God gave me a promise that I would live in the high place. I want Hebron. Hebron. 3,000 feet above sea level. Above the sea level. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a month off after I preach this message. I'm giving you everything I got. You've been living at sea level. You've been looking in the wrong mirror. You've been consulting the mirror for your flesh. You put 20 minutes into your makeup today, but you didn't get you didn't get in this mirror right here. This is a mirror too. This is a mirror too. You've been struggling over external issues, but what about what's in you? James said something curious. He said, if you listen to the word and don't do it, you're like a man who looks at himself in a mirror. In the beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. My maker is my mirror. So I can't look, I can't run around to people who are struggling with their own sense of self to determine mine. And I can't use the situation either. That's why I love Caleb, because it's almost like he's lying. Come on, man. He's 85. And he's walking. I'm talking about, I still got it. <laughs> now, what mirror are you looking at? Look at somebody say, I still got it. It'll feel good to say it, too. I still got it. Because I'm not talking about the flesh. I'm talking about faith. And the wilderness can do one of two things to you. It can kill you or it can make you stronger. Caleb said, "All that I went through, I didn't get bitter. I didn't I didn't get the wilderness in me even though I went through the wilderness. In fact, everything I went through over the last four and a half decades only served to convince me that much more that I still got it. I mean, if God promised it to me back then and saw me through all this, I don't want to live at the level of feelings. You settle too low. You settle for what you see. You settle for what people say. You settle for old templates. You settle for old scripts. You settle for emotions. When you are seated in heavenly places with Jesus, you got to settle up. You got to get up above what you see, above what you feel, and above what you've been through. He said, I want to live. I want to live where the blessings are. I want to live where the battles are. You can't have a victory without a battle. God is raising you up right now. He's doing it through a process. The level you will settle on is the level that you see yourself. And it makes me so sad to think of how many times that you and I have gone to the wrong mirrors. And so we see a grasshopper when we're really a giant. 
when we see a failure when really it was a lesson? When we see what's missing, because we can only see through the filter of our fear. God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. You are not my maker. You will not be my mirror. When God said, I am to Moses, you know, my name is I am, he was trying to get him to see. You are as I am. That's what a mirror does. God says, I want to see myself in you. When God sees you, he sees himself. He sees his son. Christ is the image of the invisible God, and if he is in you, he is more than the world against you. I want to pray for a few hundred people today. You will know who you are if the message resonated with you in a personal way, and it's this. You've been going to the wrong mirror. You've been consulting physical, natural, relational elements, incomplete, fragmented elements, and you don't know who you are right now, and you're stuck between two realities. The message God gave me was, your maker is your mirror. And you know what's beautiful? You're his. He wants to use you to reflect himself to the world. And so he's going to give you some stuff. Some of it's going to be giants in front of you, some of it's going to be giants inside of you. David was good at killing giants as long as they were standing in front of him, it was the ones within him that took him out. Some of them are going to be short-term, some of them are going to be long-term. If you go to the wrong mirror, you'll always feel small, but if you will learn how to worship and get in the Word of God and believe the promise that He spoke over your life and get in this mirror, you are not going to win over insecurity looking in the mirror of Instagram. It is only going to show you what you're not, what you can't, and what you won't. But if you get in this mirror, I'm telling you the Word of God can do something for your spirit. It can make you stronger in your spirit than your enemies are in your situation. That was Stephen Furtick. You can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, My Maker is My Mirror. You can also find out more information about him at stephenfurtick.com. Have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.